Welcome to EA Truth Radio. Brought to you by EternalAffairsMedia.com. I am your host, Dan Hennen. Today is September 28, 2020. Our show will be about current events and analysis and commentary on this past week's news items. And yes, I'll be stripping out the fake news. With so much going on, it's hard to decipher what's true and what's not. And so in this 30-minute segment, I'll be giving the listeners a clear, concise overview. Because this is a faith-based program, we'll start off with a prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ, we humbly come before your throne and ask that you bless the airwaves and this show. Scramble all devices of the enemy and allow this show to go forth and reach thousands, even millions, if you will, Lord. May thy will be done, and we're grateful for the show and our audience. Please be with each and every one of them in their homes while they tune in to our shows. Bless each and every one of them in Jesus' living, powerful, active, and matchless name. Amen. The founder and publisher of Eternal Affairs Media, Curtis R. Bazelli, is a loyal member of Patriot Mobile and encourages you to mention his name. Patriot Mobile is the only conservative mobile phone carrier that will meet all your calling, texting, and data needs. You can get up to $600 off your bill annually when you refer friends to Patriot Mobile. Join us and fight for your conservative values with each call you make on their nationwide cell phone network. Remember to mention Curtis R. Bazelli when you sign up for service. Lots to cover this week here on our current event news. Probably best to just jump right in. On September 24th, this last week, JFK Jr., the Twitter account, not actually him, but the Twitter account called JFK Jr., image changed. We always like to take note of some of these people when they change their profile photo. The profile image changed to the light being switched on. JFK Jr. had an image in the back where there was a cartoon figure of a finger beneath a light switch that was in the off position. And during the week, it moved up higher to be actually on the switch. And then the next time it changed, it was the switch was on in the on position. That was the same day that the Federalist News came out with their article saying Trump was right. And this really set off a storm of things. But uh, this was an indicator for us following QAnon that something was going to happen when those profile changes flip. The switch is on. Lights on. Start exposing the deep state swamp. This article came out. And keep in mind with the Federalists that they had actually screenshots and images and reports 
that saying Trump was correct. Right away, we ran into a firestorm of people discrediting Federalist, saying it's not legitimate news, and so on. But keep in mind, for all those people that did not like it, with those uncomfortable truths that were being said, is regardless of what article published it or what news publication released it, these were actual images, actual shots of the reports, actual data. In other words, it was legit. McCabe is going to be testifying before the Senate Judiciary Committee on October 6th. This will be interesting to follow. Regarding Crossfire Hurricane, <coughs> Crossfire Hurricane, McCabe is going to be testifying before the Senate Judiciary Committee. Put that on your calendar for October 6th. Also this week, Ron Paul had a stroke, September 26th. Interesting. September 27th, Brad Parsale essentially had a mental breakdown, was a former campaign manager for Trump, allegedly was in his house armed and barricaded and threatening to harm himself. Well, this was very odd. Brad is certainly awake, knows what's going on, and is a good guy, a white hat. Someone or something seems to have gotten to him. And they're using this, of course, to discredit anyone connected to Trump as insane, not well, mentally unstable. Monitor that case. Delaware University came out on September 27th confirming that Joe Biden never, never attended, was never enrolled in Delaware State University. Remember on his rallies, Biden says that that's where he got his start. Many, many years ago when he got into politics, uh, he got his start going to school and attending Delaware State University. But once again, after they look it up, they confirm that he was not enrolled as a student there ever. Interesting indeed. Now, Jake Gardner, remember the, uh, the Trump supporter that shot and killed a rioter in the riots? Allegedly committed suicide. Another story to follow. Very strange. Apparently he was uh, down, depressed, and killed himself. So just another one of those things to keep in mind when you see these things in the news. Tesla this week. Tesla executive chairman Trevor Milton resigned and departed the company effective immediately. This was September 20th. Monitor these things, firings, resignings, and people leaving their post. Executive chairman at Tesla, Trevor Milton, up and departed and resigned effective immediately. That should be another one of those things that raises your antenna. Attorney General Barr this last week designated three U.S. cities as anarchist jurisdictions. Now, this took place on September 21st. Very interesting here. 
as far as what's really going on here behind the scenes and what is the plan, what is the chess move by Barr to designate these as anarchist jurisdictions. There's got to be something to this for the future. U.S. Marshals helped with 35 missing and endangered children that were recovered in Operation Safety Net this last week. This was September 21st that took place in the Cleveland area. Not much on the news, buried in the news, but more good news about this. Remember, human, child, sex trafficking is number one priority for Trump. But all we hear in the news is what a failure he is by the left-leaning news. These things are really taking priority. Uh, and we, we're getting to hear about these things once or twice a week, these, these success stories of recovery of children, trafficked children, and whatnot. This was called Operation Safety Net. Remember the defamation suit against Donald Trump filed by Stormy Daniels? Well, September 21st, the judge dismissed the case. And keep in mind when you hear anything with Stormy Daniels, <clears throat> we've got to remember and keep in mind that that was fake. That was a set up. There was no um, hush money paid. There was no prostitution services. There was no sex with a hooker by Donald Trump relating to Stormy Daniels. She came out herself and wrote that piece, that comment that came out right before, I think it was February of 2018. <clears throat> it said that there was no connection. There was no truth to that as the news was barreling down. Now, obviously, since then, she was turned and probably paid and compromised uh, to keep this story running because it's a juicy one. People like to hear it. The deep state loves to throw in Stormy Daniels whenever they can. They love to throw in Michael Cohen whenever they can. And they love to throw in Michael Avenatti. When these three characters... When you start hearing news events and their names trending on Twitter, I always use a caution and a watchful eye on those stories as, as they are planted propaganda pieces. The CDC came out saying that the coronavirus spreads through the air. You know, spreading through the air was actually in error, E-R-R-O-R, -R -R, error. This came out September 21st. And remember, all the fear that we had with corona was that it spreads through the air. It's an airborne virus. Keep six feet apart because it spreads through the air. Well, they said that that information came out as an error. It was not correct and it was not true. Now, this was, once again, a small snippet story. It should have been front page news. This is huge. This is huge news and basically bolstering the fact that this is a hoax or a pandemic used once again it's all used for the election ilhan omar study came out here today that the money for ballots and her case of ballot harvesting in her district in minnesota money for ballots so once again people are getting paid to submit multiple ballots that's probably explains why she won as an unknown person in minneapolis and she won her district no one really heard of her before. Now it's coming out. This could also be a bombshell that should be making the news probably just this week. Remember, today is September 28th, the final week of September. This could be a news, 
a big news story. Now, what's superseding that is the fact that Trump's tax returns now have been released. After three years of fighting and fighting and fighting to get those released, they've finally been leaked. It's all over the news on the 27th, all over the front page headlines today on the 28th. <clears throat> this is the fake news now, once again. And what I mean by fake news is that the tax returns more than likely were released, which is true. But you have to look for articles and news that show screenshots or actual reports of his, ta of his tax income tax returns to know if they're true or not. What I've been seeing when they came out is articles with bullet point news items of what he paid, what he didn't, where he expensed things, how much he paid, what he paid in taxes, what he didn't pay, what refunds he got. But these are all stories regarding his tax returns. That's not the same as saying that those stories are true. Trump came out right away and said that this is fake news. The things that I've been reading so far have been fake news. There are some snippets of things that are true in there. Uh, the one thing, for instance, you'll see in his 2017 tax returns that he paid very little income tax. But one has got to keep in mind that he was the president in 2017. He was the president. He wasn't making any income. He received a salary, of course, donated that. Wasn't running his businesses because he was the president. So keep these things in mind as the propaganda machine is out there telling, telling the unsuspecting public what Trump did or didn't do in the year 2017. We must keep in mind that he was the president then. The important thing would be the tax returns before he became president, as those, as those would naturally be interesting. But anything concerning the calendar year 2017, um, I would just toss that aside. It's irrelevant at this point. He was already the president. What they're looking to do is get his information of what he did before that, years before with his business dealings. And they're going to bring up things like financial instability, bankruptcies, failing businesses, all that. We've heard all that before. Donald Trump has run many, many, many successful businesses, but they'll focus on a handful of operations that he did not do well in. That's what's going to be in the news. That's how they're going to spin it. Now, I think when all this is done, it's probably going to help him in the polls because there isn't really much meat there. Dianne Feinstein's husband this week, September 26th, was named as one of the persons involved in the university admissions scandal. <clears throat> now, this wasn't made too much in the news. This wasn't, this was a lower news item of what I've seen on the national news. It wasn't mentioned that much. This is big news. Another big news, there's an open criminal case right now into the Clinton Foundation regarding the FBI Little Rock, Arkansas. These, this is a legitimate story. This relates back to probably and more than likely that 747 that was there on the tarmac at the airport loading boxes and boxes of things onto an airplane from Little Rock, Arkansas relating the Clinton Foundation. As much talk that was into that, we have now confirmed that there is an open criminal case into that. Now, Canada Interesting thing there in Parliament in Canada, 
someone noticed a chair uh, from uh, a speaker there in the background that was engraved the beginning and the end of the Canadian country. It mentions that the country came to an end in the year 2017. Very interesting. True or not, why would that be there? This was not photoshopped, it was an actual image carved into the chair in Parliament. Why would it have an end date of 2017? Well, that's not something that they're going to promote if the country did indeed come to an end. In 1871, when the United States of America ceased to become a country and became subsequently a corporation, that was also not widely spread as news. Many people to this day don't even know that fact. Same thing going on with Canada. Who knows? Now, the Supreme Court justice, they're going to nominate one. Uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg allegedly died. She's off the Supreme Court, which means there's an opening. The current president gets to nominate. The Dems are all up in arms. He did make a nomination. Amy Coney Barrett. So instead of RBG, they're calling her ACB. The Republicans are, anyway. The Dems are having a fit with how dare they use the initials of her name. Now, regardless of this is a good nomination or bad, we must need to keep certain things in mind. Whoever Trump nominates is going to get lambasted anyway. So is he going to nominate someone to possibly expose other crimes on purpose? That's what some are speculating with this. Amy Coney Barrett. Remember, she's connected to John Roberts, Brett Kavanaugh, as they all three of them worked on that legal Bush, Bush's legal team to help George Bush get out of the ninth and the 2000 vote. The, uh, the, the vote uh, for the elections, 2000 vote, they were on that team working with the deep state, working for the bad guy. Now, that's not to say that she still is a bad guy or if she ever was. Maybe she is legit. That's interesting that he picked her. The other reason he picked her could be the fact that she has seven foster kids. Seven. Her and her husband have seven and includes foster kids from Haiti. From Haiti. H-A-I-T-I. -I. Very interesting. You know, the Clinton Foundation and the Global Clinton Initiative goes way back to Haiti and the earthquake and the Red Cross and the children missing from there relates back to the Laura Silsby case, trying to import children and smuggle them across the border, those 33 kids that didn't make the news. This may be a reason Trump is nominating her so some of this Haiti stuff will come to light and go back to and redeflect the flashlight, spotlight, black on back onto what was going on in Haiti in the aftermath of that earthquake. So keep an eye on that. Not necessarily her, but her connection to the kids, her connection to Haiti. Also in the news this week, the Lebanon prime minister designate resigned amid the impasse in forming a new government. Lebanon. So keep 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 in mind Beirut was the was the explosion in Beirut, that huge explosion that we still haven't got 
satisfactory answers on what really took place there in that port. Well, everyone abandoned the government and resigned and stepped down in Lebanon. Now they, they appointed a prime minister designate several weeks ago. Well, he just stepped down and resigned. Very interesting what's going on there. There's a lot going on behind the scenes in Lebanon. Also this week, a Maryland man, 42 years old, was sentenced to sentenced for throwing two parties that included 50 to 60 people in Maryland in defiance of the stay-at-home orders and six feet social distancing. He went ahead and had went ahead and had not only one but two parties and consisting of 50 to 60 people each. They turned him in. He was the bad guy. And Mr. Sean Marshall Myers, age 42, is not going to be sentenced to jail, but in fact has been sentenced to one year in prison. One year in prison. Now that's a little excessive for what he's doing. They're going to try to make an example out of him. I am uh, certainly hoping that he's going to be going through an appeal process on that. Also this week, a six-year-old daughter goes back to school, contracts COVID, and died seven days later. This was potentially a bogus tweet as it got retweeted 53,000 times. Look back on Twitter September 20th and look at all the people sending this message out. Now, the daughter died. Whether it's true or not, there was many, many profiles sending out the exact same message, not, not pointing the finger at the person's daughter who died, but stating that it was their own daughter that died using the exact same bullet points. Seven days later, went back to school, contracted COVID, and died. So it's pulling on the old heartstrings again. It's pulling on the, those who do not believe in COVID. It's pushing those, and it's making it look bad that the schools are reopening. So this is another propaganda piece is what it looks like to do it on purpose. And boy, this wasn't five or 10,000 retweets. 53,000. This is big news. This is more injected, inserted propaganda into the public. And the problem is people are going to believe it. People are going to buy this story. Something here on the show that we try to expose uh, the fake news, what's real and what's not. The former Ukraine prosecutor, Victor, Victor Shokin, has now demanded to depose Joe Biden in a court case, criminal court case. Uh, if you don't believe this, uh, September 21st, this was in the news. Very low in the news, not front page, not leading news story. Joe Biden, a presidential candidate, is supposed to be deposed by the Ukrainian prosecutor. Lots of problems in the Ukraine connected to Joe and Hunter Biden. All of these things are not making the news. You know, read news, listen to programs like this so you can see what's really going on in the behind the scenes there. But that is a true story. He's demanding to depose Joe Biden. That's Victor Shokin. Now, 276 teachers in Kenosha, Wisconsin, were absent from school on Monday, September 21st. You know, there's, there's lots going on with the protests and the rioting. But what you don't hear about is the aftermath. Kenosha, Wisconsin, 
they refuse to show up to school in, in some sort of a protest there. That's interesting to see what's going on there with this. Also interesting this week, the shooting death of Breonna Taylor made the news. This involved three cops in uh, Louisville, Louisville and the LMPD. This made news for a couple of days straight. And who knows once again how authentic this story was or what portions of it were or weren't. It's all over the news, all over social media. But all these other important things were taking place behind the scenes that never got mentioned. And I ask yourself, what's real and what's not? And what are the things that are real or partially real that have sprinkled in false information? Now, one thing that was interesting this week, the White House, a package or a letter was mailed to the White House this week that included ricin, a poison called ricin, made popular from the episode from Breaking Bad with Walter White. Mailed to the White House. This is, this is big news that someone mailed ricin. This is poison. This is a death threat. This is an assassination attempt. And guess what was trending on Twitter? The name Walter White. Kind of a joke, uh, poking some fun at Breaking Bad in a very serious, in a serious case. Well, they got the guy. His name was Pascal Ferrier, age 53, from Quebec, Canada. He was near Montreal, uh, but arrested near Buffalo, New York, trying to cross the border. And when they arrested him, they found that he was the one responsible for sending the rice into the White House and also several locations in Texas. So now the question is, what, what is the deal with this? Kevin Kleinsmith, news in the news this week, is he going to be disbarred? The attorney, uh, FBI attorney Kevin Kleinsmith, who's uh, relating to all this Russiagate spying, campaign spying, he might be disbarred. He was the one found guilty of altering the email that triggered the campaign spying. Kevin Kleinsmith, the guy who started it all that resulted in the Steele dossier, all of this fake news. He's the instigator. All this stuff started because of his thing. Looks like he will more than likely be disbarred. Eiffel Tower this week had a bomb threat, 9-23, September 23rd was evacuated the Eiffel Tower because of a bomb threat. Also, mail was found in a ditch in Greenville, Wisconsin. September 23rd, mail in a ditch. Guess what the mail included? Absentee ballots. Very, very big news. I mean, this is, this is just too much. Uh, we can hardly keep up with the news here on Eternal Affairs. But this is what we're getting in a daily drip, drip, drip. Now get this. Minneapolis, uh, Minneapolis Representative Ilhan Omar, the Democrat from Minnesota, it was announced that 39 detainees from her district will be deported. So they've already been detained. Now it's been ruled that they're going to be deported. This goes back to, once again, the biggie, the big have heavy Somali uh, population in the district that Ilhan Omar is in. And she won 
which may be coming out now because of this ballot harvesting program that she was running. Hunter Biden, also in the news. Ukraine. There's a Senate investigation that includes the ex-Moscow mayor's wife and Hunter Biden in the Ukraine. This also was not mentioned much in the news. But what we do here in the news this week, September 23rd, Julian Assange might kill himself in prison. A psychiatrist says that he was also hearing voices. So take with a grain of salt stories like this. Is Assange going to kill himself? Highly doubt it. Is he suicidal? I highly doubt it. Is he hearing voices? I highly doubt it. Now, would a psychiatrist treating him in prison even be able to come forward and say he was hearing voices, if it, even if it was true, due to HIPAA violations and confidentiality uh, with, uh, with your customer or with your patient, patient confidentiality? Think to yourself, how would a story like this even hit the news? Wanting to kill himself? Or is it planting the seed that if he's murdered in prison, that they later, the deep state, can call it a suicide? Think of what this story is doing and how well this story is crafted. Once again, psychiatrists, they cannot be talking publicly about their patients with confidentiality. Uh, agreements. What what attorney or what psychiatrist would do such a thing? So this whole story reeks of propaganda. And would they kill him? Yes. Is planting the seed to get into the American public's head that he might do that? Yes, they're planting the seed. They sure are. The Missouri governor, the Missouri governor was opposed the Missouri governor that was opposed to wearing the mask mandates was against it saying I don't think we need to be putting on these masks in uh, in my state well September 23rd coincidentally now he tests positive for COVID so look for the backlash look for those exposing the truth and saying these things are false false flags and look at how many of them in a repercussion either get COVID or something happens to them. This is very coincidental, the timing, the timing of all these things. You have to look at the timing. An article about QAnon came out this last week. Once again, another propaganda piece. In fact, it went so far to say that we interviewed some of their leaders. Now, those who follow QAnon know that there are no leaders. There is no one leading the movement. There is a person posting as QAnon an anonymous person. We don't know who that person is. Not really interested in finding that out, but there are no leaders in the movement. So once again, look for those propaganda pieces that are out there to try to discredit the movement. Comey, James Comey had some strange tweets. One was showing a photograph of some trees in a forest and asking about questions. Well, guess who responded? On September 25th, Doug Collins, <laughs> Doug Collins, the good guy that he is uh, there in D.C., responded, there will be no trees where you're going. Very interesting. Then we had the U-Haul incident with the protests. Well, the good Anons on 4chan identified that person as Holly Zoller. 
well-known anarchist, Holly Zoller, providing supplies in a U-Haul for the protests. John Legend makes the news, once again coming forward and saying if Donald Trump wins the election, he's considering leaving the country. That's a very powerful statement, and the gullible will believe it. But you also have to realize with the propaganda, one of the reasons that work well with propaganda is that people have a short memory. John Legend was the one in 2016 that said he'll leave the country if Donald Trump gets elected. He did get elected, he won, and John Legend is still here. But what makes the news is that he's threatening to leave. Well, no one remembers four years ago when he made the same exact threat. They're just recycling this information. They are recycling this information to, to, to the point people with the talking points, to the Hollywood stars, to the people that are in on it, Tom Hanks, Rita Wilson, Chrissy Teigen, these types of folks, Madonna, is who you have to watch out for, for talking points. And it's the same people over and over. So keep in mind, he made that threat to leave in 2016. He didn't. Now he's making the same threat again. That in itself is not newsworthy. But why is it on the front page of social media? Trending on USA Today, CNN, New York Times, those types of articles. TMZ has all these articles on front page. Q had an interesting drop this week. Q says, never buy an arrow. Never bring an arrow to an LOSBR fight. And this was a response to a Nancy Pelosi tweet where she said something about the quiver. An arrow, the arrow is in her quiver. He said, never bring an arrow to a Lawsburg fight. Lawsburg is a uh, acronym for a line of sight uh, beam ready weapon. Line of sight beam ready. LOSBR. Lots of chess moves being taking uh, taking place here, all the time. It's almost continuous if you watch if you watch the news. The nice thing is with a show like this, you get a thirty minute summary of what's all going on. The Republicans in North Carolina on the Board of Elections all resigned after changes were made to the new mail-in ballots rule. They said, uh, "Not interested. We're done." They all stepped down. This also wasn't too big in the news. Also, another thing not too big this week, September 25th, a Ukrainian military plane crash with at least 22 killed. Very interesting. Once again, Ukraine, plane crash. Hugh tells us 7 out of 10 of all plane crashes, 70%, are targeted kills. Planes just do not crash. Very rare do planes crash. So look at that with a little grain of salt. The NFL announced their Sunday night ratings have dropped 17%. So keep in mind, Major League Baseball, the NBA, the NFL, they're all pushing this Black Lives Matter. They're pushing this George Floyd. They're buying into the system. They're, lock, they're walking lockstep now with the deep state. People recognize it, people see it, people stop watching. People find other things to do. So look at this ratings. You're gonna see this in all sports of the major, uh, major sports. 
the de decrease in viewership. Papa D, George Papadopoulos in the news, uh, made a tweet saying that the high-level Italian official who introduced him to Joseph Mifsud is now under indictment. This was September 25th he made this, this, he made this tweet, that that person is under indictment. Now, we know that this person is Ezra Turk. Ezra Turk, now under indictment. He's the Italian official. This is just finally coming to light now. But remember, it was last October, nearly a year ago, that Papa D, Papadopoulos, said on Twitter, it's very interesting that Durham and Barr are both in Italy currently with their investigation. Italy, last October, 11 months ago, Durham and Barr in Italy. Now what we're finding is Ezra Turk is under indictment because of the whole Joseph Nipson scenario. And just wrapping up this week's news, Flynn, new filing in the Flynn case with the Department of Justice is the 13-page filing relating to the attack on Flynn. And remember, they went after him. This wasn't just coincidental. This wasn't something that he did wrong. They attacked him. That project, that operation was called Crossfire Razor to go after Flynn and take him out. The 13-page filing, filing was done. This is going to result in a hearing on Tuesday. Hearing Tuesday, September 29th. Be on the lookout for that, as that should be very interesting. The Alaska to Alberta railway announcement was announced by Trump on September 25th. That should be interesting, too. All these good things being announced, you don't hear them. We hear the failures. We hear what's wrong, the negative things. What a bad guy all these people are. National Guard was mobilized in Boston, Massachusetts this week. And so what we see here is more civil unrest, these types of things happening. They're looking for the civil war. They're looking for something to spark a civil war. If you follow Q, you may want to follow Carly Q on Twitter, Carly Q. She also opened up a parlor account, very popular follower, a very good white hat, a good Good gal. Well, this week they went after her on Parlor, suspended her Parlor account. Now we're hearing of these YouTube channels being shut down, Twitter, Facebook accounts being shut down. But if they're going so far as going to Parlor, her account was actually suspended on Parlor. Parlor is supposed to be the free speech location to go to uh, for your free speech. Obviously, that's not the case. The treasurer in Philadelphia, the Philadelphia treasurer was indicted, faced indictment for embezzlement and a sham marriage to obtain U.S. citizenship. This sounds a lot like Ilhan Omar. Married the brother to help the brother gain a U.S. citizenship, all for fraud. Now we're seeing a very similar thing with the Philadelphia treasurer facing indictment. Now, this indictment is some serious serious information here. The sentence, uh, this person could receive a 45-year sentence and up to $1.5 million fine for this sham. For the sham. It'll be interesting to watch that. Remember to check out all of our articles and content at eternalaffairsmedia.com. And if you feel so led to do so, 
please click on the links in the description to support us financially. We are an entirely independent media operation and end times ministry. We rely on your support to continue providing you excellent content. Go to eternalaffairsmedia.com and bookmark the site as well as sign up for the email newsletter in case they ever take down our social media pages. Also a big thank you to our patrons that donate on a regular basis. Very, very helpful. As we go, I'll play the America song. Here we go. My name is Dan Hennon. Thanks for listening.